Happy Tuesday, everybody. Thank you for tuning in again to another episode of the Ambitious Podcast with Jessica Chawa, where we talk about little tips and tricks of how to better navigate this time in our lives called adulthood and make it a little bit easier um, saying things that should be common sense but aren't so common nowadays with so much information out there it can get a little bit confusing um so in today's conversation we're going to talk about the second step in buying your first home which is interviewing lenders yes interviewing lenders so why did i say interviewing lenders instead of just looking them up on the internet it's because remember when you're buying your first home, it's more, it's not a solo project. You're not the one just buying your home. You're basically hiring people to be a part of your team that will help you get the house of your dreams. Okay? I know all the time I see people that are buying houses, they act as if though they're alone in this, and that should not be the case you have a team and if you do not have a team you should start interviewing people for your team so the purpose of the interview is to see how the lender is responsive how they communicate with you and what is the attitude that is presented when you interview them And this is a lot because just like when you're dating someone, you're not just going to date the first one you talk to, or at least I hope not. And if you do, I offer some life coaching. Um, (laughs) But anyways, sometimes that happens. Sometimes that doesn't. If we're talking about statistics here, statistically, you have a higher chance of that relationship not working. So always interview, treat it like a blind date, okay? If you never, quote unquote, dated a lender before, um, you should look online. There's a lot of things online that can tell you and give you an idea of what should you be asking them. And that is why uh, the previous episode was talking about getting your finances in order. Because the lender is going to ask about your finances. They are also going to ask you because they also want to know if you're wasting their time or if you're a serious buyer. Um, When we talk about interviewing realtors, they also do the same thing. So what do lenders do in order to weed out serious and non-serious buyers? Um, One of the things that they do is they ask to run your credit right off the bat. You go in and you say, hi, I want to buy a home. What's your credit score? Oh, I'm not sure. It's something. Okay, it's fine. We can run your credit for you. Just fill out this application and right away. You have to, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're going way too fast for me. Let's slow down this relationship. I don't even know you yet. Okay. Literally everything we do in life is like relationships. And I think that is the most important thing that I'm going to say here is 
how you treat your relationships in the microscopic level is how you treat everything in the macroscopic level, okay? So you have to slow it down, make sure you place your boundaries. And if you don't know how to, this podcast is for you because I'll I'll kind of go through the motions of how I would do it so you can make it your own and know how to interview them, okay? Remember, this is strictly business. This is a business interview. This is for you. This is your investment. You're paying them. They're working for you and with you, not the other way around, okay? So they're going to want you to fill out an application right away so that, number one, you don't waste their time. Number two, they know that you're serious. Number three, they know if you're going to get qualified or not based off of your score, your income, and what have you. So if you didn't skip step number one, you are a stronger candidate for them to take seriously. So when you organize your finances, make sure you know or you see what your credit score is. I'll add a link to this podcast on the description. If you're listening to it via YouTube, I'm going to put a link that appears on the screen and also in the description. But basically, um, when you have your finances in order, one of the things that I mentioned is your credit score. If there's some discrepancies in there, you have to be aware of what those are because that will affect the interest rate and what you qualify for. So for a first time home buyer, with the link that I provided you, you can get the in-depth detail and accurate history of what you have. With that, you can print it out in every interview that you go to and say, this is my score, I just pulled it out today. Um, If you don't mind, I wanna ask further questions to see if we would be a good fit um, to work together because I'm very serious. Um, I wanna know more about how you work with your clients Um, is that okay if I take out a notebook to write things down and they're if they're more hostile about it move on to the next one lenders shouldn't be in a rush to talk to you because that just shows poor communication and poor professionalism when I was going online to google I saw some things to ask your lenders and there are some very vital and crucial information on this and i think everybody should ask you know what are the fees and payments because with your finances in order you see what's coming in what's coming out you see how much money you're gonna save how much you're gonna um, have for the deposit so you're gonna have your budget you're gonna know how much you can afford and um so one of the things that you should do to make sure they're not lying to you or anything like that is pull out the, or actually I added also in there, on the description, a mortgage calculator. This will help you estimate how much your house will be or how much, how much will a house be that you can afford based on your income and expenses and your credit score. And it will help you determine how much you can pay on a monthly basis. Um, Another question that you should ask your lender is, 
what types of mortgage terms do they offer? Do are they fixed rate mortgages? Maybe you're a veteran and you want to get a VA loan. Um, so if they're very organized company, they'll have pamphlets there ready for you. And they're just not gonna hand over and be like, here, this is what we do. Go over it yourself. A good lender will open the pamphlet, explain it to you. You remember, you're a first time home buyer. You are not part of the financial world. They shouldn't make you feel like you're ignorant or dumb because that's just not your your world. You want to learn or at least understand because this is your future. And don't let anyone make you feel bad for asking questions. So keep that in mind when you're interviewing. How do they make you feel when you ask a question? But obviously don't ask dumb questions, really. And by dumb questions, I mean questions that you're not even thinking about. Formulate it in your mind. Have it, have it really uh, meaningful questions, purposeful questions, questions that will lead you to the conclusion of whether or not that's a good relationship. Okay. And you should also ask them how, what is the shortest amount of time that you can go through escrow? Um, or in other words, if you get qualified or you get the letter of pre-qualification and you go into escrow, what's the shortest amount of time they can close escrow? And you want to know this so that you can tell your realtor and you guys can be on the same page that let's say the lender says, you know, we usually close in 30 days. The soonest we can do it is 25 days. You also have to understand and know who you are so you can know what you want from the relationship. Maybe you need the house ASAP. Maybe you want to close in 25 days once it goes into escrow. Ask them, what will it take for me to close or for us to close escrow in 20 or 25 days if I'm in a rush? What kind of documents do you need me to provide for you? Um, what's the process? That's another question you should ask. And also, so through my experience as a realtor and selling homes um, with a buyer, what happened one time was that um, a buyer got a loan and when it was time to sign the escrow documents, in the loan it was saying that their credit card debt um, was they owed $500 on a credit card. It wasn't in collections. It was just an open account and they had made some small purchases and it comes out their balance to be 500. And basically the terms on the loan was to pay off all credit card balances. And this was during escrow. So you have to ask the lender, what kind of terms like that do they exist? How do you communicate that with me? 
before um, escrow closes? Will you walk me through the loan documents? Um, that's part of the contingency when we're buying a home because you don't want things to to catch you by surprise. Imagine you're closing escrow and it wasn't $500. You had a $2,000 balance on your credit cards and they expect you to pay that off. Some do that. So want you to have no debt before closing escrow. That's ridiculous. So obviously this wasn't for a first time home buyer, but you want to know what those um, terms are, where you can find them, and how do they communicate that with you, which is very important. So another thing you have to keep in mind is when you go to a lender, one of the questions I would ask is, what's the process? Let's say I want to work with you and I have all my documents and I submit them, you run my credit, then what happens from there on forward? Um, and the reason why I would ask that question is because they'll respond with a couple of answers. <clears throat> so there are three type of pre-approval or letters that lenders can issue you in order for you to buy your first home and one of those i'm going to go from least valuable to the one that you can close super easy super quick and what each of them mean <clears throat> so pre-qualification letter this pre-qualification letter is um just a letter stating that you have spoken to a loan officer it does not tell the the realtor or escrow that you have been approved for a loan and it does not it it tells them that they haven't run your full background yet that means they don't have all your um, documents so that's what a pre-qualification letter is just a brief they just skim through your paperwork they saw your credit score but they didn't go in depth so most of the time if they just give you a pre-qualification letter it's not a guarantee that you'll close if anything these type of letters will ensure you that your process will take longer than 30 days so i would recommend you try to avoid the pre-qualification letter um, usually sometimes you would need this if you already know everything is set everything is good there's nothing wrong with your background you double checked you crossed your t's and your i's so all you need is that letter just to start shopping while you get your other letters so that's the only other reason why you would need that um, but if you want to go straight to escrow and close soon I would avoid the pre-qualification letter. Another type of letter that lenders issue is the pre-approval. So this is basically telling the realtor and escrow that you have had your credit report ran, 
you've provided all the necessary financials like your bank statement, pay stubs, W-2s, proof of other income like spousal support, etc. All the documents are on hand in the loan officer's hands and they made sure you didn't have any um, substantial debts that can um, inhibit you from getting a loan. So the pre-approval letter is more of a concrete uh, letter saying that your financials are squared away. So if it goes to the underwriter, and that's the third one, but um, what happens is the loan officers get your documents, but then it's, they send everything to an underwriter, which is someone who is the one that goes through every detail and determines whether or not you what you qualify for <clears throat> so that pre-approval is everything looks good you went through the financials you have all the documents in hand okay now the third way is the commitment letter so once you have a commitment letter you can be you can rest assured that the lender knows what he's talking about if he tells you yeah we can close once we have your commitment letter in less than 20 days because a commitment letter, so this is what it is. A commitment letter is a letter from a lender and it is prepared by the underwriter. So remember the pre-approval is when they, it's like a stamp of approval that we have all your financers, financial documents and we ran your score, but commitment letter is saying, and now we have went one step above that and have sent everything to the underwriter and the underwriter has let us know and given us a letter stating that everything seems fine so that will guarantee you even a, a, a faster processing and a closing of escrow so this is what you want a commitment letter and maybe asking them how long does it take after you receive my financials for a commitment letter to be processed and emailed um, and just see what he gives you because it's good to know details like that so you can kind of work with your schedule with your budget etc but if you want to go shopping for homes the letter that you will need as the lowest one is the pre-approval. I wouldn't go for the pre-qualification at all, okay? Because then you know that your lender has all your documents and he can tell you right away what you qualify for and more securely and more accurately. But if you can, get the commitment letter 100% before you go shopping. So those are the things that I would ask the lender if they give you more information from what I asked that's wonderful that means that they won't wait for you to ask questions they have experience with new home buyers they know what kind of questions that home buyers ask they know what you should know and um, keep notes of everything they say so you can have a comparison and contrasting when you go to other lenders when you interview them but essentially you want to make sure that you feel comfortable with them that they feel comfortable with you they res are responsive to your emails 
texts or what have you when it was time to make the interview and um, before and after the interview. So that is my tip of how to interview lenders. I appreciate you listening and if this content was at all useful, please like, subscribe, and share with people you think will need this. I uh, love helping everybody and next episode we'll talk about how to interview realtors. Um, So keep a lookout for that one and I post every other day. I also post on my YouTube channel, the Ambitious channel, and if you have any questions, feel free to message me, email me, all my information is on my my um, description. So have a wonderful day and God bless.